Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The California dream isn't dead, according to a new study from UC San Diego. We'll dive into the details right after the news. Starting next Tuesday, those who want to participate in San Diego Unified School Board meetings can get a text when it's their turn for public comment. District officials announced the Boost Democracy Initiative Thursday, which is meant to allow more people to participate remotely. Shane Harris, a civil rights activist who pitched the idea, is urging other local agencies to adopt similar programs. Carlsbad City Council member Corey Schumacher announced her resignation Friday morning, effective immediately. The announcement comes amid an effort to recall her from office. Schumacher told the Union Tribune in an email that she will attend a university outside of San Diego and declined to answer questions about the recall. A group called Reform California launched the effort. One reason was because Schumacher filed restraining orders against three residents who frequently criticized her at council meetings. A judge dismissed her complaints and ordered her to pay court costs. The city of San Diego will not rehire a local nonprofit to maintain city property after months of complaints from residents about poor service. The Central Commercial District Revitalization Group will no longer manage sidewalk sweeping, trash collection, tree trimming, and graffiti removal in Logan Heights, Sherman Heights, Grant Hill, and Stockton. The nonprofit had managed the district for more than 20 years with an annual budget of more than $200,000. Urban Corps of San Diego County will take over the job. The California dream is alive and well, despite reports of a mass exodus. A new UC San Diego survey asked more than 3,000 Californians for their views, and two-thirds said they feel pretty good about where the state is headed and their future in it. Political professor Thad Kauser co-authored the study. Thad, thank you so much for joining me today. Really looking forward to talking about your study about the California dream. Um, can you just tell me a little bit about it? What inspired it, and what did you set out to find? Yeah, so all through the winter of the pandemic, right? We kept seeing story after story of, of people leaving California, people going for, for greener pastures, driven out of the state by, by high housing costs, by the pandemic response, looking for places uh, to, to send their children to school. And, and we saw the population dip in 2020 for the first time, right? In, in at least a hundred years in California. Now looking deeper at those, and that led to this, 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 store about an exodus, right? A historic movement away from California. And what's that going to mean for the future? Looking more deeply at the data, what you see is in 2020, a lot of this was driven by, by really pandemic related factors. Importantly, we just, the, the kind of the doors were shut to international immigration because of the pandemic, because of a number of other factors. That normally is a big driver of population growth in California. Our birth rates were lower just as they were across the country. And unfortunately, due to COVID, our death rates were, were higher. And so the question is, now that we're moving out of the pandemic, what's the future hold for, for California? Are we going to see this accelerating historic exodus or not? So, so actually the UC leadership gathered together folks at UC San Diego, UCLA, UC Berkeley. We collaborated and reached out to some scholars at Cornell, at Stanford, who, at Claremont McKenna, who are doing uh, research. And, and we wanted to bring a lot of different data sources to this question. And so what did you find? Are we experiencing as a state a mass exodus? Well, right now, 
we don't see any evidence of that. So we used uh, exactly the same question wording that, that a UC Berkeley poll did in 2019, and we found just no change. In fact, a slight dip from 24 to 23% in the percentage of Californians who said that they're seriously considering moving. We also had, there's a, a study by UC San Diego's Cassidy Reller that looked at Google search trends over the last five years. Do we see more people searching during the pandemic for a U-Haul or move out of California, those sorts of things? And we don't see a spike. Uh, although we do see rises in things like looking at income taxes and looking at housing in Texas. So that those are all signals, right? That there, that there are some attractive things about other states. And we found evidence of that in the poll. And we also found evidence of certain types of Californians and certain areas of California where there is a lot of discontent and a lot of movement to move. Yeah, so surveying over 3,000 people, about two-thirds said they still feel pretty good about the state. I mean, so who still believes in the California dream and who's kind of disillusioned by it? Yeah, so by a two-to-one margin, Californians say that the California dream still works for them and their family. We didn't define that dream. We let it be, their, you know, what, whatever their own version of the dream is. But we see big differences across uh, across the state and in, in who believes that. So in particularly young voters, uh, sorry, young Californians are, are much more optimistic about uh, does the California dream still work for, for people like me? 75% of people between 18 and 24 say yes. But as you get down to, uh, to, to people in the 45 to 65, my, my age category, we're down to 57%. Um, if you look at, will California be a better place to live for today's children? Majority, almost 60% of young people think that, only about 30% of senior citizens and, and middle-aged Californians think that. So, so there's a real change by age. And also, if you look demographically, the groups that have grown fastest in California's population are actually more optimistic about its future and, and, and the dream. So the, the people who chose to take our poll in Spanish, um, other Latino respondents, Asian Americans, African Americans, generally fairly positive about the state, white Californians more, more concerned uh, and more pessimistic about the future. Did political affiliation play into this at all? like everything else in our world, political <laughs> affiliation did. Although, you know, in fact, it, one of the surprises was the polarization between the parties was not as huge as it was in that 2019 Berkeley poll, where in that poll, 40% of Republicans said they're planning a move, only 14% of Democrats. So that's actually come together by at this time. 30% of Republicans say that they're interested in moving, where only, whereas only 21% uh, of Democrats, 22% of independents are interested in moving. So that's it's like one of the rare things I, I've never seen, right? Something become less polarized over time. But I think it's moving from this being kind of a, a political and ideological statement to after the pandemic, something that really relates to people's realities and, the, and their circumstances. Yeah, some empty threats there. I've heard them myself personally. Um, <laughs> well, also, remember how Democrats were all saying that they were going to leave the country after Donald Trump yep. got elected? Yeah. Right? How many Democrats moved to Canada, right? right? I don't think so, man. It's a little bit cold in San Diego there. <laughs> On both sides, definitely. Um, okay, so, I mean, among the respondents, you know, some people want to stay or they're happy, they're content here. Others want to leave. I mean, were there reasons given? Do you have any insight into why they feel this way? Yeah, so we, we asked... Uh, question by question, this, this series of like grass is greener questions, right? If you move to another state, what would it be? What do you, do you think this, this aspect of life would be better or worse than in California? The one where there's a huge consensus, and this probably should come as a surprise to no one. We asked, if you moved out of California, do you think that your cost of living and of housing would be less expensive or more expensive? 
85% of people said uh, said it would be less expensive. And then 15% of people like aren't on Zillow or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, and another thing that people are concerned about in California, again, like mirroring what we saw in the Google search trends, taxes, 81% uh, thought that they'd be getting lower taxes in, an, in another state. Um, on schools, whether schools, uh, whether you have better uh, schools than another state there, a majority of people thought that, that, that schools and other government services would be better in another state. We see a big political divide on this. It's about 50-50 among Democrats. Republicans, about 80-20, thinking that, that schools will be better in another state. So, so again, this is indicating these, these, these really sig significant uh, partisan divides and ideological divides about the direction of the state. Did anyone mention natural disasters or wildfires? That's something I've personally heard people say. Or did you ask about that? You know, that's that's a great question. We did not ask about that, right? We've got our we've got our hurricanes, we've got our wildfires, and, and we'll certainly be in our drought, and we'll certainly be talking about those. You know, other states do have their uh, their their heat waves, their hurricanes, and and other things, but but we didn't ask whether that's a driver. Is this part of a larger study? Yeah, this is part of, of, of a set of studies, and, and they're all made available by the University of California. So, so there was one looking at, at credit card data, which is really the most recent history we have in 2020, where we don't have census figures yet. And that UC Berkeley, uh, the California Policy Lab at UC Berkeley found that there was no increase in moving away from the state, but some increases in moving within the state, especially out of the Bay Area. Um, where, where housing prices are are are, are the highest. Uh, there was a, there was a demographic analysis done by by UCLA scholars looking at over time, showing that we do have these waves of these normal historic waves of up and down movement, and and, and that they vary by by different racial and ethnic groups, income groups, education groups, and it goes step by step to see who's coming and who's leaving California in typical years. We've got the Google search trend, and then an analysis by a Cornell scholar showing that California still gets just about as much venture capital as every other state combined, showing that it, it may be likely to, to, re to remain an economic engine of the nation. So your findings here seem pretty optimistic compared with some of the headlines we read, but what is the, the big takeaway for you? I think the big takeaway is, is the California dream still most, works for most, but it doesn't work for all, right? And I think uh, uh, we're, what we're trying to do is, is give the policymakers the real data so they can focus on, on, on the most pressing problems. You know, For instance, everyone was talking when Elon Musk moved out of California, right? And it turned, and yeah, that he did, but but it turns out that, that the richest Californians in our poll are the happiest with the state in its direction. The people who are getting crunched are the people in the middle, people making between 50 and 100,000. So so the idea here is, is let's, let's provide the raw data and, and then elected officials uh, up and down the state and the communities uh, that, that elect them can then talk about targeting the solutions for, for the places where there's still the biggest problems. Okay. Ed Kelser, political professor at UC San Diego. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me, Christy. For more news, you can go online to sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.